Shit. Alright, ready to go. Hello, 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 and welcome to the show from Hot Pot. James J. From, from Toronto, Ontario, Canada, eh? Calico, eh? Yas, eh? What's good, eh? And from America, the official fort member. You heard that right, he's the official fort member of the song now, Scooter Dust. Yo, 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 what's going on? And what will we be talking about today, Scooter? Excuse me? A-E-W-L-A-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-
because they made him seem like this monster guy who should be killing everybody. And it just showed like it's his first G1. And, and that's the one thing that you see with this theme with the G1. You had a lot of first timers and you had some first timers that did great and some who didn't do as such as good. And he was unfortunately in the latter because he was in an A block that was like pretty stacked. I, I will say for him, it's a stacked at A block. So it didn't really do him any good. Um, Scooter talked a little bit about um, um, Lance Archer and his potential. So to me, he he was okay. He Uh, did okay for what he was supposed to be. I I don't mean to uh, somebody's toes here. I don't believe it was Lance Archer. I believe it was Jeff Cobb. That's right. Oh, oh, yeah. I saw a cut of that. I was very impressed with what I saw from Cobb real quick. But I'll say this. Jeff Cobb was like they had like four spots that that they had to fill, and the fact that Minoru Suzuki, Tama Tonga was in it, or Yoshihashi wasn't in it, and and you see that they filled it with a lot of first timers. Jeff Cobb, I can, to me, I look at him like when he lost the ROH title match, I could see him going in that funk. Uh, Lance Archer, you really didn't have a expectation of him. More so, because he was in a block. You got yeah. I mean, I was just gonna. Sorry. No, go for it. I I was just gonna say, like, um, being a old TNA TNA head myself. uh, I got into TNA in like 2004, so I know all about Lance. You know, Lance Archer or uh, you know Jimmy Rave and what was he called in TNA? Well, Lance Archer, Dallas. Wasn't he Vance Archer in WWE? He was, he was no, Vance. he was Lance Archer in TNA. He was Lance Archer in TNA. No, he wasn't. He was Dallas. Yeah, he was with Jimmy Rave. He with was, Jimmy Rave. He was Kid Cash's valet. And then Jimmy Rave. They were a tag team. They were a tag team for three years, four years, brother. With Christy Hemi. Finish your dog, Mitch. I guarantee you. I'm just saying I know TNA. <laughs> yeah, no. I'm, I'm with you, Dallas. Okay. We're not gonna knock that one. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah. So, uh, I was just trying to say. So, Lance Archer, uh, I I thought he was gonna be retired by now. Uh, let's see what he has. It. I mean, this might be his last round. I don't see much of a future for him, but because uh, of how he blew his previous chances. But we'll see. Well, my opinion on it is, uh, you know, we'll talk a little bit more about Jeff Cobb uh, later, but Jeff Cobb, after this G1, he's going back to Ring of Honor. Lance Archer will stay in New Japan. Right, and that's the right fate for Cobb, yeah. And I think that when he will see... he. I think he garnered a lot of um, momentum in this G1, especially over a win over Evil on the last night. And see how he carries that over into the Destruction Tour. If he yeah. carries it over. Right. Yeah. Yeah, no argument. Evil, Sonata, Bad Luck, Foley. Yeah, Lance Hoyt. That's Zach Sabre Jr., Hiroshi Tanahashi, and Will Ospreay all got eight points. Four wins, five losses, eight points. 
Yeah. I'll say that like the most disappointing is is to me Sonata because Sonata to me I thought they were going to build off his semifinals in the in the G Cup and, and they didn't do that. I mean Tanahashi was where you thought he would be. Zack Sabre Jr. was kind of where you thought he would be. Um, Bad Luck Fale, <laughs> maybe a little disappointing, but right around where he should be because he's usually like eight to ten points. Uh, but the most disappointing for me personally was was Sonata because I thought they were going to take that next level step with Sonata, and they did by letting him be Okada, but they didn't in the season with That's where I'm at on that. I feel it's a kind of disappointing that all these guys, and a lot of them are incredibly talented, but if you're not going to have Tanahashi, who was the John Cena of New Japan, get at least 10 points, why not have Evil or Sonata get 10 points? I mean, I think Tanahashi's time is over. I think Okada's the John Cena right now. I'm just saying that. He's the Roman Reigns. We've... Oh, debatable, but I get your point. I get yeah, your point. I think Tanahashi's the old guard, quality. in my opinion. <laughs> right. right. I think he's the old guard, though. Yeah, that's opinion. kind of where we, where we stand. Well, with John, you're right. Okay, yeah. Cena, when he's there, I guess, yeah. So, yeah, he's more full-time. Yeah. yeah, so if Tanahashi gets, like, um, if they're going to build a story out of this when he only gets eight points... Why can't guys like Evil and Sonata at least break 10 points at this point? Like, like nobody's going to touch Okada. It kind of seems whatever block Okada is, is kind of what we go back, what you go back to, Kaliko, uh, Okados. Yeah. I mean, because his prim- he's in his prime right now, so he's, he's essentially the number one there so i mean I, I i would say for like the last three or four new japans they've had him perform like really extraordinary in, him in and these, kenny yeah like usually like yeah him kenny and naito usually like yep. pretty solid performers Top and, and it would make sense because okada was already slated to be that guy for like the last five years, so I, that, I get where they put him in that spot. But does that and mean for him, somebody else have to uh, perform shitly because they're on the same block as him? Um, I wouldn't say they perform shitly because I mean Sonata performed shitly because he lost to fucking people he shouldn't lose to, but he beat Okada. So you see what I'm saying? So it's not like he, you know, what I'm saying like beating Okada at this point is more important than winning the block. And and considering that you only had two people beat him and he lost uh, Beating Okada is pretty substantial. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's pretty important at this yeah, point. Yeah, that's I I was gonna argue that might be just as important as winning the tournament. Like just getting a win over him is like later it sets you up later in line. Right. Like, down the line for your career. And, and it showed with the way they booked Sonata, because Sonata right, right, okay, was yeah. basically his G1 final, and he went all out for it. 
Yeah, man, I love I've loved Sonata since you know TNA. Fucking, he's awesome. I I can't wait to see more out of him. I I thought he'd go farther this time too. That takes us to the last match on that card. Kazuchika Okada lost Dakota Abushi in 25 minutes and seven seconds with a Kamagoye, oh. with a Kamagoye uh, to win the G1 Climax Final. Um. This is going to be Wrestle Kingdom. Uh, I've said it before, uh, I bet on Ibushi to win it. This is going to be the Wrestle Kingdom main event. Okada, I've, it, I've called it for over a year, or half a year now. Okada's at 7 wins, 2 losses, 14 points. Kota Ibushi's at 7 wins, 2 losses, 14 points. Ibushi has the tiebreaker over Okada, so Okada Ibushi advances. Here. Yeah. Wayne versus tiebreaker. Oh, that's okay. That that's gonna. Oh, that's good story wise. Going into when they, you know, fight at Russell Kingdom, so that you know they'll they'll be able to bring up. Neither of us beat each other in the last match, so they'll be able to build that up. It's hard to hear with the the audio. I'm sorry. It went the same way it did last year. Because if you remember last year, it was, it was, I, I, I want to say not last year, maybe two years ago. Um, two years ago when Okada when Okada lost to Omega, and Omega finally got over that hump. You remember? Yeah. And when Omega went over the hump, it was like, oh, automatically he's winning. And and they kind of went the the inverse. Where Okada, when when not Okada, but Obushi, Obushi beat Okada, and he finally got the win. So they kind of they kind of went the inverse of it, but and that's a good thing because they need to build another big star, especially with like the Bucks and Obushi. Uh, I see Obushi being one of those stars. Yeah, he, they, they're basically priming him up for it. Right. What did you think of the match, Scooter? Uh, I, I honestly, I wasn't able to, uh, I wasn't able to watch it. I, I just know anytime you get, uh, guys like Okada and Ibushi into the ring, you're going to have a, 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 a guaranteed classic. going to sound better myself. And we are on B-Block action now, night, uh, 18. Mm-hmm. And, you know... I watched a block uh, the, that night, night uh, 17, and, you know, it's a good show and all, but none of the matches really mattered, as, like, we talked about before. Huh. Only one match on B-Block didn't matter, uh, Toriano versus Jeff Cobb, but there was three matches that decided that who won the G1 B-Block, and there was one never open weight championship opportunity match. So, in all honesty, B Block was a lot more interesting on the lines of what was on the line, in my opinion. That makes sense. I mean, the way it was booked, and 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 that was a good thing about the B Block because. When you saw Moxley in there, like the first thing I was thinking was Moxley Okada. And I was like, Holy shit! If they're gonna that's, pull it, that's that's too good to be true right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah that, that's 
think uh, Coleco froze. Oh, oh, yeah. There we go. Oh, your your audio went out for a second there. There you are. You're back. No, I'm back. But uh, Moss was <laughs> rocket to his ass, and and if you had told me his first loss was going to be the Toro Yano, I would have been like, you are absolutely crazy. And that is exactly what happened. B block block was definitely the unpredictable block because you had in Yano and Taichi, they had the G ones that Yoshihashi only could dream because Jesus, they would they beat prominent people and put themselves in prominent positions to get title shots. And I mean, that be that B block was just superb. The way it was not only like stacked because I thought the A block was going to be stacked, and we we talked about that. But the more and more when yeah, I, I remember that, and I saw how how it played out with uh, with Naito losing his first two matches to Yano and Taichi. And then Yano beating Moxley, and then Taichi beating Ishii. So it's like it, it was more of an unpredictable block, and it turned out to be the better block, like you said in the beginning. Yep, that was a right note about a lot of things in this G one. I'm just saying. I am just saying. <laughs> I'll give you that. But at one point, Jay White and Sonata were literally at two points. <laughs> Jay White, see, he's kind of sleeping in the background storyline-wise. He'll come out of nowhere probably pretty soon for uh, wrestling. We thought he was going to win last week. We thought – because to me, I thought if, if Ibushi beats Okada, I thought it would have made sense for Jay White to win because right. he – he has, he has a title shot to get back. He has yep. a reason. But I, if something tells me he's not going to cash it in until after they do a Bushi versus Kata at WK. Something tells me. I don't know why. You might be right about that, Mitch. They'll so, save that for something to go to afterwards. Just getting to the B-Block action. Troy Yano lost to Jeff Cobb in 5 minutes, 18 seconds. Troy of the Islands. Yano finishes at 8 points, Jeff Cobb finishes at 8, and Yano basically had the, as you said, the, the MVP award of the G1, beating Moxley, Jay White, and Naito. So, nobody's going to say that uh, Yano doesn't belong in the G1 next year. Right. Because that's going to be the funny part. Because not only they're fighting for the G1 this year, but like they have a right to even do it next year. And and now Yano is going to be no longer looked as a pushover, especially like you know the people he beat. The next match, uh, Ishii lost to Taichi in 11 minutes and 56 seconds with Black Mephisto. Ishii ends with 8 points, Taichi ends with 8 points. Am I going to give Taichi props here? But he did wrestle a pretty damn good match here. I will admit that. I mean, but we already said, like, that was another guy, like... He had the G one of his life beating, you know what I mean? So it's it, it it's funny because we thought Tai Chi was just gonna be this pushover. We thought Yano was gonna be the pushover. And they got more points than my guy. So damn <laughs> they got 
or I wouldn't say they got more points, but they got more okay. quality. They got quality. They got better quality. And, and that's the. It, it, it just, and that's the one thing I like about Japan is that they make everyone <clears throat> because you can't sleep on nobody. And, and that's the one thing I wish WWE would would do was like, you know, yo, it, yeah, anything can happen, but WWE really, you know, what's gonna happen. But New Japan is like, no, really, like don't sleep on anybody. It's a lot easier to keep things hush hush and. Japan. <laughs> There's not as much media. Yeah, that's, that's true. true. Next match, Jish Robinson beat John Moxley in 16 minutes, 26 seconds. Pulp Fiction. Juice ends with 8 points. Moxley ends with 10. Um, Not a surprise here. You and me were basically saying at the beginning of this G1, this was the match Juice was waiting for. Yeah, this is the one I told you, like, even when it started, he literally had his eye on August 11th, so, and, and, and it showed in, the, in his performance in the tournament, because, you know, he tried to catch up with Mox and the points, and then he ended up backsliding a lot, to the point where he couldn't win the block, and all he had left was the match, so... He basically put everything into it, and he got the win, and he's going to get the title shot. So we knew where this was going to yeah. go. And it's just worth noting that uh, Juice, uh, the last two G1s ended at six points. He ended at eight points this year. So progression. But to me, this year, he, he overall, he was a lot more improved than last year. Oh, without <laughs> For a couple months ago. Yeah, I mean, just like last, like remember we were saying last year he was like the lowest me guy, or do I belong here guy, and the guy comes in and lights a fire in his ass, and he has so it made sense. Next match, Rookie Goto uh, lost to Shingo Takagi in 15 minutes 10 seconds with Lost of the Dragon. Goto ends at 10 points. Shingo ends at 8 points. And uh, Shingo, I'm thinking next year, G1, that's just my opinion. I'm a mark for Shingo. I, I think so, but I think he's moving to heavyweight because Ta Takahashi is coming back yeah. soon. So he, no, that, that's our job. He's going to be uh, heavyweight now. Right, so he's moving to heavyweight. So Takahashi's coming back. I love that. I hope he comes back with my man. With the cat. But anyways, but he's coming back soon. So it's going to be an interesting time for LIJ when when he comes back. Because they usually stick with like five members. Usually it's like five. But now it's going to be a little crowded. I'm drooling at the, at the dot of a six-man LIJ match. All six guys in the ring. Oh, yeah. But... And like, evil's coming home. That's the evil's all coming home. Just think about what you just said. Evil's coming home. <laughs> exactly. Because, you know, like, he hasn't been as uh, interested in L.I.J. in this G1 as he has. Well, he came back at the end. 
He was the first one to put his hat, his uh, arm up for the last match. I know, but they always play with evil. Like he's going to be the one to leave. When I, I feel like Sonata would be the one to leave. But in the last match on the card, Tachiya Naito lost to Jay White in 18 minutes 51 seconds. Blade Runner, Jay White wins the uh, wins the B block. Naito's at 10 points. Jay White's at uh, 12. Your guy okay. came back, came back from the grave because he was literally dead, and he pulled it out of his ass. And, and remember, we were talking. We were like, if he wins the Moxley match, he might have a chance to win the B block. So once he won that, I'm like, oh yeah, they're, they're, he's going to win the B block because Moxley at that point had such a death grip on the B block. All he had to do was coast and. Even though it was a lot of shenanigans in that match, uh, Jay White got it done, and it gave Jay White a platform uh, for him to perform in the final, and that tells me next year he's going to be a viable candidate to win it all. Yeah. And, uh, Scooter, you, uh, you were in the same boat as I was. <laughs> was with, uh, you were with uh, Jay White. Yes, I went with Jay White. Yes, uh, I really, really seemed like, the, you know, they were gonna go like how they did like the last few years and have a, uh, a, uh, Gaijin. Yeah, Gaijin, uh, w win it. But what do they say? White guys finish last. <laughs> <laughs> well, in Japan, yeah. Well, I thought you were gonna say white guys can't jump that too. Yeah, not in WWE. They never finished last in WWE. <laughs> Yep. <laughs> that was a joke because of Koto Ibushi. Never mind. <laughs> so that ends the B block, and we are on the final night. We won't talk about all the matches, but we will talk about the ones that were important. Kenta, Yoshihashi, and Tomohiro Ishii lost to Tanga Lowa, Tamatanga, and Baba Fale. Uh, briefly, I would just like to say that uh, Tamatanga, Tangaloa, they had an incredible ladder match against the Briscoes at Summer Supercard. Uh, I would definitely yeah. recommend watching that. Uh, real quick, even if I didn't like Tamatanga and, uh, in, you know, I, I didn't like these guys, even if that, alone for the fact that I... Respect and fucking fear, Haku. I think I love them and think they're badass. So <laughs> Haku will beat all of our asses with this pinky finger. How could you not love Tamatanga and Tangaloa? They are the most badass tag team. I said I love them. I said if it weren't for the even if it weren't for the fact of Haku that would beat our asses, I still love them. Did you not hear me right? Yeah. Word the mother. I got a picture with all three of them, and I'm like, nerd. I always go with the Samoans. I always keep that in mind. Like, whoever is Samoan, I'll fucking... Like, oh, you Samoan? Oh, yeah, we good. We good. Yeah, no, might... what I'm saying is, even if I didn't like them, yeah. it, I would like them if it, it because of Haku, who would beat all of our asses with his pinky finger. Well, it like, he's like, badass. It sounded like oh, yeah. you said you didn't like them, but you liked them because of Haku. Uh, you heard, you misheard what I oh. said. I said it wrong, right. and yeah. Sorry yeah. about that. Right. And, but that's not the, the main story here. The main story is that Kenta attacked 
Ishii, allowing Tamatanga to get the pinfall. And yeah, this was the big story of the night. Yeah, well, the second. But, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it was the most talked about thing, really. Well... I think. I think it was. Okay. Uh, In my opinion. Well, okay, yeah. You might be right, because what's coming up... Uh, Kenta right. essentially well, joined I, yeah. Bullet Club. And essentially, no, he joined Bullet Club. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's a full member, yeah. He's a full member, and personally, I think this was the best decision New Japan oh, could yeah. have done at this point. And, and I'll tell you why I think, it, like what I said earlier about this is honestly the best thing for Kenta. I don't think he was a babyface ever. He is always cold and calculating, and he, I think him trying to be a babyface before and in WWE, like it just showed that it did not work. It, and you let him just go back to a little bit of callousness, and you can tell it's natural. You can tell. He, he looks I can like tell. a shithead. Well, he looks even bigger of a shithead when he was trying to force being a face, in my opinion. Yeah. So. I mean, I, I always just thought it looked good for him to join that because of the way the crowd treated him. Because when he won those first, like, when he beat Tanahashi, <laughs> Everybody That's a good was, heel, baby. Oh, That's a good heel. Fuck yep. you. When he beat Tanahashi, the crowd was like, fuck this. Nah, buddy. And, that, and that's a, kind of like, like, that's a good him. psychological and brain, yep. That that was the point I think the crowd turned on him. When he beat the ace, it was like, nah, we don't like this guy. <laughs> so it's it, about it, knowing it, yeah, it's about knowing how to have the fans in your fingertips when you when you're doing that and how to progress each little thing you do and he did it yeah. perfectly i think i would just it, like it, to I, say you know if when new japan brought kenta in to the company if they already knew that this was the direction that they were going to bring kenta is we're going to do the g1 and then at the end he's going to join bullet club that's great. I don't think so because... Kenta, let me finish. If, oh, sorry. I thought that was your question. No, but if they brought him in and yeah. say, oh, he's going to be a great baby face and then see how uh, sorry, see how wrong the crowd reaction was to him, the negativity, and then say, well, let's switch it. Let's put him in Bullet Club. Either which way, that's great planning on New Japan's part. Honestly, though, it, it, right. And what you just said, either way, it, it, it was going to work as long as, you know, Kenna played it right, and he did. And with what happened with his WWE situation, I think it just played out that way until, like, about a, a few months out, out of the fact, or a month and a half. And then they just, you know, they, they you know, from maybe, let's say mid-June or something, or right before, you know, uh, they figured it out on the fly. That's what I'm thinking. What so. about you, Scooter? What do you think about this Kenta turn? Well, as long as they go back to putting his names in all caps, it's fine with me. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's what hey, I thought, too. Like, they se it separate him from the other Kentas in the wrestling world, yeah. Well, yeah. Exactly. You don't want, but you I don't want confusion, damn it. Kenta Kaboo, yeah, Kenta, how many, oh, yeah, shit. Kenta, Kenta Kobachi, Kenta Kobachi. I was going to say Kenta, 
Cool, yeah, I was going to say that, and I didn't know which one was right, but they're both yeah. right, I guess. They're both, they're both right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You can't go wrong with either or. But it, it was a weird year for that because they put two WWE guys fresh off of WWE in the G1, and, and, and both got different reactions from the crowd, as you can see, because even though Mox was acting like a jackass, like everyone loved him. Because he's just a cool guy not, in general. I mean, he's a, and, and that's my point. Like, you just saw, like, both of them came in at the at the fork in the road. Moxley went one way, and the crowd loved him. Penta went the other way. The crowd hated him. And they were like, fuck it. You know what I'm saying? So it, it, it was just an odd year this year for the G1. Because they had a lot of people to replace. And to me, like... That fork in the road between Mox and Kenta was the real good one. Because keep in mind, at what point Kenta was like four and zero, he was like steamrolling through this fucking tournament, and everybody was like, and Mox was the same way, but everyone liked Mox. Mox is four and zero vice versus Kenta's four and zero. So it it's just funny how the crowd went went The next part of this um. During the attack on Ishii with Kenta joining Bullet Club, Katsuri Sabata came out and attacked Kenta. It got pretty physical. And I lost my shit for that. I popped for Sabata getting physical because, you know, it was so incredibly terrible what happened to him, like, what, two years ago? Three years ago? Mm-hmm. About yeah. two and a half. Yeah. yeah. And to see him get back in the ring that way was just awesome. It, it was uh, inspiring and unbelievable because I had I I I don't I can't wrestle from a career-ending injury myself, and you know, I I don't think I'm ever gonna wrestle again. So just seeing that gives people like me hope. I, I think it made sense because. Kenta was a uh, Kenta was brought in by Shibata, so it made sense. For, oh, like, for sure. Got for the guy who gave him the employee referral to come back and be like, "What the fuck are you doing?" Like that 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 made sense to me. <laughs> like, you know, like, I told the Coleco Viva text. Uh, we were talking about uh, possibly a Shibata versus Kenta match uh, as soon as Wrestle Kingdom, um, and. I'm not entirely sure if that's um, the uh, wisest decision on Sabata. It's kind of like a quick. Brian thing for me. They'd like well, a, here's the a little ginger. Yeah, he's not cleared. He won't be cleared by in New Japan. He still will not be able to wrestle. That was just in ring for like he they they won't have him do in ring stuff. Okay. Well, I thought it would have been. I thought it would have been cool if. Because, like, me and me and Jay were talking, we were like, uh, I'm thinking... You know, I already Kenta, heard about that. If yeah. Kenta beats Ishii, and Kenta faces Abash, uh, Shibata for the Never Open weight, that would make so much sense uh, to get Kenta not... Like, to get more heat on Kenta. And, and what he got yeah, right it now. would, but it, they, it just... There's no way he... he yeah, Shibata, I get it. Not only... He is he too injured, and he really could injure himself 
it to where he could be well in a wheelchair, for, bound in a wheelchair for the rest of his life, if anything bad even slightly goes wrong. And number two, uh, I just like, I, yeah, like, yeah, I see your point definitely. But if they do it, even if his health comes back, I don't see it for at least a little bit of time because, like you said, they don't only just have Abushi now, but they also have Jay White in the wing. Yeah. And we'll see how that plays Plenty out. of people on his calendar, so to speak. Hopefully something will come of that. The next match... Hiroshi Tanahashi and Kazuchika Okada lost to Zack Sabre Jr. and Minoru Suzuki. Okada took the... Zack Sabre Jr., fuck yeah. Okada took the loss from Minoru Suzuki in 15 minutes 27 seconds with a God-style pile driver. Mm-hmm. Okada didn't lose... Um, he only lost one match in the G1, lost to Minoru Suzuki yeah. on the last day, wasn't even in the G1. Yeah, well, he great lost story two matches. Great storytelling on uh, New Japan's part. Uh, see, Zack Sabre Jr. is one of my uh, sentimental, sentimental favorites along with I Will I will Ospreay, throw you so. off this podcast right <laughs> now. Shay, that Zack Sabre Jr. sucks. Him and Will saw Offspray. I like him. Are you an English I like him. man? No, I just like them both. Oh, you know what? Oh, God. Mitch, fuck you, Mitch. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, well, first off, Okada lost two You'd matches. have to pay or at least get me a rich or a nice dinner first. Hey, at least he's you'll asking get, for the dinner. You'll get <laughs> McDonald's and you'll like it. <laughs> <laughs> Dollar menu. Uh, <laughs> anyway, first off, Okada lost two matches in a G1. Secondly, it made sense for Suzuki to get the win because keep in mind, this dude got kicked out of the G1. Like, we didn't know why he got kicked out of the G1. We don't know what happened where he didn't get put in. And he he let his grievances be known that, that yo, like, I don't like the fact that y'all kicked me out. And, and it makes sense for a guy like, like Minoru, man, because that's a guy, like, you don't want to see in an alley for damn no. sure. <laughs> My pants just I saw them. So I mean to me I think what was it? Me and Scooter, we were talking about that too. Like I don't remember because we were talking about the people who couldn't get in the G one and got kicked out. And two of the people that I said off rip that I thought would be in was Tamatonga and and Minoru Suzuki and they weren't in it. So that's kinda of fucked up. Yeah, and, you know, after the the match, Suzuki was like, it really sucks to be Okada. You lost to a guy that wasn't even in the G1, and now I'm coming for your championship. And he will defend it at um, the Royal, um, uh, the UK pay-per-view, the New Japan, I don't know what it's called. Oh, yeah, I I had it on top of my head. I forget it now. Royal something. Yeah, so Royal Arrowhead, Royal Jewel. It's like it's like New Japan's Crown Jewel. No. It's the cop. Uh, it's going to be in the copper box. I know that for sure. Royal Quest. Royal oh, Royal Quest. Quest. Hey, Royal Quest. He got it. Scooter with the win. Yep. Scooter with the assist. 
Scooter with the safe. Alright, and let's get to the last match of the whole fucking G1. We are finally finally, finally awful. Cut out a boost. defeated <laughs> Jay White in 31 minutes and 1 second with a Kamagoye. Cut out Bushi wins the G1. Yeah. Me and, and my prediction goes. To, yeah, my prediction wins. Me and Scooter are like, fuck, Coleco is kind of okay with it because me, I, I'll shut up now <laughs> that my guy would win. Exactly. Your guy didn't win. That's all that matters. I, 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 sorry, go ahead, Coleco. I didn't mean to cut you off. Jay had, J, J, James had Jay White win it. I had Sedona, so none of our guys won it. And that well, was I, the saving grace right there. I wish that I would have been back at least by last week, so at least James could have, and Scott could have heard me, so they would have been pissed knowing that I got it right. <laughs> it doesn't count. You wasn't here. <laughs> oh, but I, I said it on air. I said it on air. I'm sure some of our listeners heard it when I said it in the episode. I'll get the episode and show you, but I said it. We both know you're too lazy to listen to every single show, Mitch. Okay, you're wrong. Uh, just not true. <laughs> Shut up. You fucking bitch. Look at this. They're ganging up on me. They can't do one-on-one, so they gotta do a three-on-one. Oh, I'm. I have no horse in this race. My man. <laughs> Here, make it. A, let's make it a tag team then. Oh, come on, then, Kaliko. Kaliko's on Sonata's side. <laughs> yeah, all Sonata the whole way. So I was happy when he lost. I was well, like, fuck you too. I'll take him on by myself then. <laughs> I was happy when they lost because it's just it's just James. It's just James' prediction up because I did not want him to be right. But my guy was wrong. I was like, fuck that. <laughs> You know what? I still, I still got the main event right, and I'm happy with that. You got the main event right. I will give you that. You, you called it being daylight versus Abushi because I thought it was gonna be Sonata and White, and I, I got half of it right. The other half just didn't, didn't come through like I thought. But, but it was a good win for Abushi. Abushi needs it. He's the guy that's going to be there long term. Maybe he doesn't have power, especially <laughs> considering like he's like the closest thing to Kenny that they have there as far as like relationship wise. So it made sense. And um, you know, Kurobushi at the press conference said that they're going to be in Tokyo Dome for two nights now. Uh, the fifth and, uh, the fourth and the fifth. And he said he kind of wants the challenge for the IWGP and Intercontinental Championship. Uh, it's gonna be a little difficult considering that, uh, Naito has a DMV line for his title. <laughs> like, everyone's a contender at this point, so if, 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 if Naito gets to that point, we'll see where it goes from there. That was our coverage of the G1. We will have coverage of next year's. Maybe it's too soon to pick predictions for this for next year. Maybe it's not. I'm gonna win it. I'm going with Jay White again. <laughs> I'm gonna hit her and I'm gonna win it. 
Yeah, just look it, got, it got quiet because none of none of us. I, I will say Jay White will win this year because if you look at the the trend, the trend that G One always does is like the guy that loses the semi always fucking comes back and wins the next year. It happened with Naito. It happened ever since Naito. When Naito lost that semi to Omega, and then he came back and won. One. I thought it happened. Did it not happen with Kenny? Didn't didn't Kenny? Kenny won on his first try, actually. Did the next? Yeah, Kenny won on his first try. What so a Kenny Kenny I'm having audio much. problems. I'm yeah, having Kenny. audio problems. Okay. Yeah, well, Kenny beat Kenny beat Naito in the final that year. That next year, Naito came back and won the final, but he beat Tanahashi in the sense. To get to that final, then the next year Tanahashi won it. Tanahashi beats Ibushi. Ibushi comes back the next year and wins it. Ibushi beats Jay White, so Jay White would be in such to be the favorite of next year. Nope, I'm gonna win it. You're entering next year. Yep. Who's gonna win the G1? Scooter for G130. It might be someone that's not even in in New Japan right now, so I don't think we should be making predictions. Like I said, all I, I know is all I know is a scooter. If you're winning, you better get us tickets to the fucking final. Oh, definitely. Hi. <laughs> fly, fly us all out to Budokan. Yeah, no, right. I'm down. Oh, definitely. That's a that's a great fucking time in my mind. Uh, Crap, I need a passport. Wait a minute, Super. The G Cup final. That would be cool. That would be awesome. It's, it's in LA. It's in, it's in Long Beach. The J Cup you're talking about. Yeah, well, we'll, we'll see where everything is this time around next year. Maybe we can do something special with the show, you know? Who knows? Whoever knows. Well, I'm, Things I'm might going, happen. I'm going to SummerSlam next year, so. Okay. Yeah. We'll have to we'll, but, yeah, we'll figure we'll figure some stuff out, and our viewers can get in on that, and we'll we'll have a good old time. Yep. Has, use the hashtag wrestling with entertainment and hashtag scooter for G one thirty. Ooh, Shingo Tagachi. The final is gonna be me versus Tai Chi. Oh, okay. oh my yeah. god! If Tai Chi makes the final, I'm done. I'm, I'm done. And then I'm gonna battle Feng Shui. And when you, I was gonna say, and when you said Tai Chi, you meant your uh, laundry lady. <laughs> we do not condone racism here. That's <laughs> <laughs> not racism. The abuse of Miss Mayhem. Do not shut up. The abuse of That is not racism. I love all people. I hate all people equally. Something tells me Scooter's uh, laundry lady. We'll have a better match with Scooter than the actual Tai Chi. <laughs> I, I'm my own. I, in fact, I did my laundry today, so I'm my own laundry lady. <laughs> Congratulations! Right. <laughs> See, it must be like it must be like uh, Michael Nakazawa. You use your underwear as a weapon. Oh, it's, it's, God. <laughs> <laughs> it's like who, who, toxic under underneath. Toxic underneath. Who wrestled that blow-up doll? Uh, 
Skin mark suffocation. That's your finisher. Kenny wrestles the blow up doll. Yeah, you're right. Okay, it's, it's, time to get back it's time to get back on track, guys. Uh, oh, first, thank God. The Brown. First off, uh, all brown the noser. Just called the Brown Noser. Okay. Team from New Japan, uh, <laughs> com. I highly recommend going to that site for all your New yeah. Japan info. Yeah. Yep, especially, especially this year because the the J Cup of the finals is allegedly supposed to be happening in Long Beach, and they're having like and they're planning it real big. They're having a meet and greet, and the list of the meet and greet right now the leading person is Naito, obviously. Yeah. Or you can meet. Show Row and Rocky all of Rapongi 3K. What kind of thing you get Rocky for free? <laughs> yeah, Rocky's free. But anyways, you get Show and Yo. But everybody, but the J Cup final is going to be happening in Long Beach. They're kind of doing it like a little different this year, so it's going to be interesting to see who's going to come out of the J Cup. Next up, we are wrestling with. NXT TakeOver Toronto. All our information is coming from Wrestling Absorber, so shout out to Dave Meltzer. Oh, and God. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I'll come back. <laughs> Fuck Dave Meltzer. Yeah. No. All right. the, uh, honestly, this paid preview was a miss for me. I didn't think it was as high standards as NXT usually is. All of the matches were subpar, in my opinion, and the crowd seemed dead for most of it. Uh, uh, are we talking about SummerSlam? No, NXT. Oh, NXT, okay. I, I didn't know so, yeah. Personally, I think for what it was... It did. It did the best of what it could, right? Like to me, it was like it was a bad hand of space. It was a bad hand of aces, and they turned it into some good, right? Like they they walked, in the words of our space players, they walked that jack, right? Like because to me, Street Profits was a very good match. There he is. He's always here. He's a wrestling fan too. Daddy watches the pick. Daddy watches. I mean, he's been. Part of the show before even Mitchell Scooter's been a part of the show. Uh-huh. Pretty much, he's a staple. But anywho's, he's on every week. This is on every week. They did the best with what they could. That's what I'm gonna say about Takeover. They did the best with what they could. They had a couple of lulls, but I think the main event was probably the real thing people came to see. Daddy, what is the? I agree with that. So let's start. Let's start off with the first match: NXT Championship match. The Street Profits, Montel Ford, and Angelo Dawkins defeated Undisputed Era Kyle, Kyle O'Reilly and Bobby Fist to retain the championships. Sit down. Sit down. Sit down. Um, this match, I kind of figured it was the Street Profits is gonna win because they. They needed that credibility to be seen as a real tag team, especially considering they didn't beat the Viking Raiders for it. So who else you're going to beat other than 
undisputed error. Well, uh, I don't want to uh, spoil anything in the future, but if you've read the latest uh, NXT TV tapings, <laughs> yep. Scheduled, oh, yeah. scheduled for September 11th, they're building to a rematch between the Street Profits and the Undisputed Era for the NXT Tag Team Championship. But I'm pretty sure that uh, Street Profits will lose because they're going to be going to the main event or the main roster. I mean, I mean that makes sense because the Street because they're highlighted on the main roster on, like every other Raw. That's true, and also the NXT There's a mo- tag new millennial act. It's not that deep, like right. Yeah, they they could use them definitely. You only could think of Undisputed Era and. and Street and, and I know for a fact uh, that they believe that in specifically the Street Profits and Ricochet that they have, those acts are wrestlers, you know, right, wrestlers appeal to the youth, and so they're using them to try to go after the younger, younger teens and things like that. Well, okay. That demographic. Which is girlfriend. Oh, dude, I loved her turn. I loved it. She defeated Candice LeRae. And honestly, this match but, was just kind of down on the card. Re- real quick, I just... What you thought. I-, I will say that. It performed better than what I thought it would. Real quick, about... Okay, I love the turn. Io Shirai is golden, everything she does. Because but I think it, even Yeah, 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 okay. But let me complete my thought <laughs> before I forget. Um, I'm sure you guys will agree that it was very visible and obvious that uh, Io Shirai, that, you know, the g- gimmick she did turning on Candice, that that was a copy and paste meant for uh, Kyrie Sane. And Kyrie Sane was supposed to have that role but then when she got uh, put with uh, Oscar on the main roster, they had to throw an audible up, and that audible became Candice LeRae. So. Well, I'm glad it wasn't uh, Kyrie Sane. I like Kyrie. That was, well, Kyrie Sane and I, Io Shirai have history. So yeah. that was, that, it made some sense. That, that's why Io was like so vindictive, because the turn was going to mean a lot with her turning on Kyrie. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, yeah. They, so anyways, they, they I just wanted to let that be known. Yeah. You know, usually when you have an NXT show, all the matches kind of matter, and this kind of just seemed out of place for me. That's just my opinion. Well, I liked it. I liked it. It worked for me. But but, But I could tell real quick, I'm sorry, I could tell it was a copy paste where they had to put someone in uh, Kyrie's place. Sorry, go ahead. Uh, to Blinko me, or like, they, always, they always throw in a match that doesn't matter because keep in mind they had like Velveteen Dream versus Cassius Ojo, so like it, they always throw something in there that doesn't matter, but it just matters to the development of the character, if that makes sense. So it made sense for Kite for EO to get that development, right? To be, <laughs> got to build up another face for Shayna, who seems like she's going to be the champ for like. Damn near as long as fucking Oscar at this point. Uh, You'd like to I, add anything before we move on, Scooter? 
Uh, I have I mean, one last thing after him too. I mean, honestly, it was it was an average match, average ending. I, I liked it. I mean, I mean, I didn't have too much invested in it. So, Scooter, could you tell that of what I saw, what I said about uh, it being a copy paste instead of Kyrie? It went to Candice. Could you tell it like it kind of lacked what it meant to have in Kyrie being no. the person? Really? Okay. No, no, just no. <laughs> well, because other people said that's weird how she turned on her. Because like, what does Candace mean to you know uh, EO? So other people saw it. It wasn't yeah, just match. me. Yeah, I'm you. Okay. Match, <laughs> oh, championship. James. Yeah, I can. I I was yeah. gonna say something real quick. Uh, I know I can't do the Mitch Mayhem, uh, m you know, news this this week. And shut the hell up! I ain't not talking to you because <laughs> of everything. It, but. I want to bring up a few, you know, notes as we go along. And the two that match NXT is uh, the signings. Uh, Austin Theory, as everyone knows, is signed. And then uh, someone that AEW was trying to sign, and they just inked the deal a few days ago, Santana Garrett. Santana Garrett. That sounds familiar. Yep. Yo, she's beautiful. Amazing. Yeah, I love it. Working impact. She's awesome. Okay. And she's hot as hell. She's so she's gorgeous. She's like a cowboy's cheerleader at one point. Yeah, she's yeah. she's gorgeous. Yeah, she's a standout. She's a looker. That's a big yeah. Actually, I actually I got one more yeah. piece. Uh, go for it. There's gonna be a bidding war. That, that was for NXT. Yeah. Yeah, there's gonna be a bidding war in, uh, between WWE and AEW for Two impact stars. Uh, hey, real quick, AEW. Oh, I think you're well, already. I know who you're talking about. LAX. Yeah. Yes. Well, I think AEW already won that bidding war because Jericho is saying. Uh, oh, that Jericho is okay, saying sorry. that he's. Got, Go ahead. Sorry, sorry. Jericho is hinting that LAX are going to be his tag team partners for the right. AEW debut. Oh, that's pretty. That's a big match. Didn't mean. I'm sorry, Scoot. Didn't mean to cut you. No, like, no, no. Uh, but but it appears that appears that's not set in stone, and that the WWE may, may go after them harder. Uh, it's already happening. I know for a fact. In Money's my being. Opinion, they, but but to I've been told they'll be used more I, now. I've been told that Tony threw enough money at them to where it's not a, like money's not an issue in terms of like what they were deciding or deciding on. They're deciding more on the environment they want to be around. So we'll see. But the, I think those two mystery partners, I think that's got to be LAX. Yeah, that and, sounds uh, pretty good. And then I'm on board. <laughs> I mean, we may we may also be seeing the return. And I said, I said this a cut. I said this, uh, I think a couple of months ago. Oh, um, yeah. We might be seeing the former return, or the turn of a former WWE superstar to the WWE. And uh, which one is that? Yeah. And that's Johnny Impact. Oh, God. finally! I've been waiting for that to happen for a while. I like, I oh, like no. Johnny. Uh, I like Morrison. But it up to interesting. It's just an interesting time altogether. Cause Morrison can do things many a lot of people can't. Yeah, sorry. With his true, and then with NXT being on FS1 allegedly for two hours. 
Uh, they're, yeah, they're gonna that's, go well, against no, uh, NXT. Uh, no, NXT is going to apparently move to USA. Yeah, that's what I heard. Oh, I, I, I heard it. Was, when was this? This must have been, must have been the last few days. Yeah. I heard that yeah, today I think I heard that. Oh, yeah, interesting. Consider the USA Network as NXT's home. On I'll have to call my friend back then. Okay. Can I show Doc Coleco, please? I think I think it's it's just an interesting time for a lot of wrestling shows. Oh god, like, yeah. Last week NWA is doing their own TV show. So Dude, gonna I was gonna say, yeah, wow. yeah. It's gonna be very interesting with like wrestling content. Real- and it's weird. It's weird. Wrestling content is in that same phase phase as uh like the HGTV phase to me. Like everybody's looking for a home. So, yeah, you still got a big boom going, yep. And, uh, yeah, like, like you know, the the main, you know, ROH, TNA, WWE, like, there are really good federations like MLW and others that are behind them that are coming up, too, like you just said. And so, yeah, it's, to de- say it's deep is a very big understatement. Yeah, it's, um, it's deep. But, but, but the WWE has a lot of people under contract right now. A lot. Back to what we were talking about, NXT Non-American Championship match, Velveteen Dream defeated Roderick Strong and Pete Dunne. I'm a Velveteen Dream guy. To retain the title. Very solid, man. (laughs) Highlight of this was Dream's entrance. The Raptors? Oh, God. The Mounties. Oh, the Mountie and I didn't. I hate the. I hate the Mountie. I, I didn't. I'm the Mountie. I hated it. I, I can't imagine that that went awful well in Canada because maybe in Montreal where they speak French, French, but not. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, French is weird. French weird thing. French in the six. Not in Toronto. I not not as big though in Toronto. Nothing but nuts. <laughs> I will say the ending of that match was was great. The whole uh, dream coming off the top on Roderick in the pit. So it was a good match. I mean, for what it was, it made Dream bigger. So to me, it's like who's going to be the next challenger for Dream for that title? And to me, it seems like Roderick Strong is going to be because Roderick Strong didn't get pinned. So right. adding Pete Dunne to that uh, rivalry and continues Roderick Strong versus Dream, which was all, the main rivalry. Also, right. the, there there's a uh, storyline on the side where if Roderick wins that title, the main the uh, the you know Adam Cole, the whole stable, they have control of all the titles. The, the uh, I'm, I'm having a blank on their name, their stable name. Oh my god! Thank you, Undisputed Era. Oh my god! Yeah, I have Alzheimer's or something. On early onset Alzheimer's. Okay, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Undisputed Era. Yeah, yeah. No, but they would all have gold. So because um, oh, I I didn't mean to blow it there. Did I blow the tag thing? Ew. And... Never mind. Never mind. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I kind of think I did. Yeah, Never mind. Well, well, yeah, they will have all the gold, but I was just gonna say, well, not not one of them. One of them won't. Well, so one of them won't, and this may lead to either a dream versus cold title for title. Okay, thank God I saved it a little bit. <laughs> or from from the looks of it, they may they they might 
from the looks of it, Johnny Gargano is apparently not going no, anywhere. No, he's not going anywhere. No, I heard that. I, yeah, I saw that too. Yeah. That's yeah. a shocker. I thought for sure Vince would want him. Like, he's get, like I thought he'd want him yesterday. I thought he'd be like, get over here tomorrow. And, and then you, you put. Because he's Gargano the new up, Mighty Man. Yeah, he's the new blue collar dude. And you put Pete Dunn up against Adam Cole. I'm okay with that, but I think Pete Dunne's a natural heel, not a face. I, I, I disagree. I think he's. A, uh, I think he's a natural tweener. Where he? Okay, he, I see that. Yeah, he's. Got I, don't, that, I disagree. He's got that. Oh, I don't. I don't care if you boo if you kind, me or hate me. Kind of what I said earlier. Like so, so much like of a magnetic. He's got so much of a magnetism of a like attitude that people are drawn to it, even though they think they're not supposed to. They, but the he is the yeah, yeah I get what you say. Right, that's exactly what I was trying to say. And, and they like the tabooness of you know not you know they're not supposed to cheer for him, but I like him, so I'm going to cheer for him, kind of thing. I mean, they showed that in Phoenix though when he beat Ricochet, so that. That right, but I agree with him on. I do, I, and, and here's the thing: not just him, but there's others that should be built that way. Like I said, like you need to show that attitude because even if you think you're uh, trying to go, uh, or you want to go heel with some guys, you should, or if you want to go face with some guys, you need to go heel with them to be able to get them that attitude, kind of like Becky Lynch. Exactly. Which did, but they accidentally did with Becky Lynch. They didn't mean it. They wanted to turn her heel, but the fans said no. So that's what I'm, yeah, coming in. Alright, next match, NXT Women's Championship. Uh, Shayna Baszler defeated Mia Yim to retain the title. And that sucks because Mia Yim's awesome and deserved a shot. I love her, her in-ring work, but she had no chance. She has heat with me. I don't like Mia Yim. But it kind of seems like they're just waiting for the next person to give that title shot that actually has a shot. Well, yeah, but Mia Yim deserved more, in my opinion. Well, I really like her. The next contender is, uh, suppo is, supposedly, is supposedly going to be Rhea Ripley. Uh, that's what, yep. Yeah. Okay, I'm trying not to oh, talk shit. about that's what, I'm not, I'm trying not to talk about the stuff I've seen on the sheets for the NXT taping. I thought she would still be trying to go after Tony. But it, 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 no, it, it makes sense because she's done all of that. And if she loses it anymore, it'll just hurt her. So bring her over to where, she, where she'll get more eyes on her and have her go against Shannon Baszler or someone, you know, warm her up against even Candice LeRae or someone like that. And you're good to go. Or, uh, you know, you get the drift. Yeah, so well, yeah, I think it's a good move. Baszler's getting to that point where it's getting short on that list. Yeah, she, right, she, and, and that has to be addressed pretty soon, right? The territory. Because otherwise, they're going to book themselves into a Yokozuna type situation where the, everyone gets like so bored that then they, they they know the uh, person they don't want to hold on the title is never going to drop it. You know. That uh, it, it, there's a few, the uh, yeah. NXT. I'd say even more than Adam Cole at this point. People I would say no. Candace. Um, I think Candace would be the one. What? Oh. What? Hello? Guys? Yeah. Yeah, I didn't say nothing. Yeah, I'm waiting on you guys. No, um, no, I'm. 
uh, Calico was just saying Candice LeRae, and I could buy uh-huh. that, but, you know, Shayna Baszler is probably the most awful in NXT, even more than um, Cole. No, I don't think it will be a woman from NXT that stops her. I think it'll, if if at all, it'll be someone from the uh, main you know, that You know what? I was actually thinking the same thing, that somebody from the main roster could come in. Right. Either, like a Tyler Breeze or a Fandango, but more bigger. Beat her for it, and then they right. I would. Uh, I can see that happening. I, 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 I would. I would not be surprised if they send Oscar back after the Kabuki Warriors fail, and uh, or Kyrie or Kyrie. Oh yeah, they have that rivalry. But but eh, but the I O Kyrie thing. Then they might want to go back to it. So I don't know. Who knows? Yeah, soon to be revealed. It soon to be revealed. NXT Championship match: Adam Cole defeated Johnny Gargano in a two-hour match. What a match! Was, match most most all the matches oh, are great. It, oh God! No oh, man. What? Now, uh, as we know, this was a two out of three falls match. The first fall. Adam I loved Cole, the first one. Yeah. The, the first fall, I think, was brilliant with Gargano. Oh, that was great! Getting himself disqualified. That was great. Crap! Out I love of it. Adam Cole. I love it. Taking the street fight to his advantage to win that second fall, but uh-huh. it's that third fall that I, I think I really shocked everybody because the first thing the first thing everybody thought is, "Oh my God, it's the Ambrose Asylum!" And I'm like, "You idiots! That's not the <laughs> Ambrose Asylum. That's <laughs> it's the Moxley Mausoleum." Damn. <laughs> That is a good point. <laughs> or Mo- Moxley Mayhem or some crap like hey, that. Hey, me it first, me. Watch it. But there was You'll no mix. All <laughs> there was no plant. I had, uh, yeah, I won't go into it. Yeah, never mind. I, it's not about the show, so never mind. Yeah. Hey, I'll just be, no, no, yeah. no. I, I don't want to go into myself because I'm just going to say, I came up with the crazy gimmick long before these guys did. Don't talk In about my it. opinion. Uh, uh, shut up! <laughs> Where did that come from? <laughs> I, 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 I mentioned plants and you go off. I never... Yo, very funny. <laughs> what else would you like to take I was, for a match? I was, thinking, I was thinking more of a spy when you said plant. See, no, never mind. See, see, when William Regal said the two men were going to have to go to hell and back... Everybody immediately thought, oh my god, they snuck Hell in the Cell into the arena. What? When they, William Regal talked about the fall at the beginning of the show, the third fall, oh, he said, both men okay. are going to have to go through hell. Gotcha, 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 gotcha. Everybody immediately thought, oh my god, they snuck uh, Hell in a Cell. I was going to say, and they, they snuck in an old ECW cell in there with all the weapons attached. Honestly, that was a, a smart move, right? That was like it, from WCW, wasn't it? Then WCW used to do that. So one of them did it back in the nineties. Technically, eat both of them. I, technically, it's a a Japanese uh, death match. But I've it? seen no, I, it's something in. I get what you're the saying, but the, the, I the technically we've seen it in WCW and yeah. ECW. It's a cage death match, except the cage just wasn't right. executed. Right. So, but we saw, one of my point is, is we saw both of this in ECW and WCW in the 90s, right? 
Honestly, no, we, I, look, no, I, I could have sworn I saw one of uh, one of them. No, never the never the web, never the cage with the weapons attached to it. Not even ECW. I I saw it somewhere. It must be Japan, right? Honestly, I, I thought mean, this was the best. Uh, this was the best match on the card. I think this is the match everybody was waiting for. Oh, absolutely. Uh, and I thought it delivered. It was the only yeah. match that really got me into the paid preview. Real quick, Adam Cole is by far the best heel uh, on NXT, bar none. And Gargano is the blue-collar hero that everyone wants to be and cheer for. So, like, those are the two number, like, one and two, in my opinion. As they should be, and as, you know, they fought for the title. That's number one and two, should always be fighting for the title. So. The thing about Johnny Gargano and Adam Cole, the, the funniest thing that I always find is that, you know, you say that Adam Cole's a, um, a heel, but he's... Uh, he can do both. He, he's very uh, uh, versatile. He's yeah. very versatile. He can do both very well, in fact. But they're both losers. He's got, he's got charisma and personality. They forever swapping the championship every other month, and nobody kind of would be surprised because they both right. so many right. matches. Uh, it's about how you, like, it's it's all in the, the psychology of it and how you play it all. But I get what you're saying, yeah. Yeah. All right, and that concludes our coverage of NXT. NXT? And now we are wrestling with... Man, this is loud. <laughs> Summer Slam. It took okay. also place in Toronto, Ontario, Canada. My personal feelings was that this was a complete fan service of Canada. They pulled out every Canadian hero that they could possibly could. And, without and it backfired on them a little bit. Without resurrecting Jim Nyhart and Skylar Lowe. And, well, uh, Natalia <laughs> tried, and it, they tried to do the Natalia, you know, when she came out with the Canadian flag. Did you guys hear how the first few seconds there was a big pop, then the fans started going, boo, Becky, Becky. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that is it, dude. It completely shits on what they were trying to do. So, like, that's why I'm saying you can't predict what the fans are going to think or want to do. You can't do that and think that... Yeah, uh, you can't go wrong if you put the Canadian in a Canadian match in it Canada. Just I mean, you, it's, it, just it, but it's it, it, I was just gonna say it's it's single-minded and it, it it's lazy creative. It's not yeah, it's not uh, it it doesn't take any creative thought to come up with whatsoever. It's it's just lazy booking. But but yeah, no. Yeah, other than the fan service, I was I actually enjoyed this pay per view very much. I, I was gonna say, compared to okay, the pay per views before Extreme Rules, I'm not kidding you, they were so trashed. I could not watch the James. I could not. I am a diehard, devoted wrestling fan since uh, I was eight years old, seven or eight years old. I watched every minute of every show in until well into my twenties. I'm telling you, I couldn't get through two minutes of a Raw or even a pay-per-view before Extreme Rules, before they started changing things. And that's the, old, that's the only thing I've been explaining to you about the AEW thing. 
I just wanted someone to get Vince's attention because I knew that's the only way you were going to get his attention. If you, uh, any other way would not work because you've seen it. He just does what he wants. The only thing he's going to listen to is if you hit him in the pocketbook where it hurts and where he sees it. That's the only place he sees it. We and, got, and we got real quick. <laughs> oh, awesome. Hey, Coleco. Yeah. Real quick, to finish, the ref screwed me over, but I got back in the ring. No, to finish my thought, though, I just, I am glad for AEW for what they did and bringing the uh, industry over double, over double the pay that they used to have just four months ago. That's what AEW did. It made Vince pay the boys more and change how he did business. That's all I wanted. And now they're doing some good stuff with the, including... One of, I think, the best, the best things I've ever seen on WWE TV, The Fiend. And we'll get into that in a, a little bit later. The first uh -huh. match on the pre-show, Drew Gulak wrestled only Larkin for the Cruiserweight Championship. And how did Drew, Drew Gulak win, Kaliko? By his power boy presentation! I got and uh, James, uh, Drew Gulak, he's he needs to be like what they did with you know Ollie and Buddy Murphy. They, they if if they're gonna do it slowly, they need to do it right because he deserves to be in the main main roster with the others. He is a really good wrestler. He doesn't deserve to be in the two old five live roster, in my opinion. I think, I think Ali and uh, Ali and um. Alexander, no, I'm just giving an example, like the Buddy Murphy's the Ollie's. No, right. what I'm saying, I think that's a good example that they're all like, there is life after 205. Oh, Cedric Alexander, Ali, Buddy Murphy now? Oh, there's absolutely is. Now. Yeah. Yeah. But, na but now, it's now. Now that Vince changed everything after the AEW threat. And I knew that's what it was going to take, that it was going to take that kind of threat and him uh, changing how it worked from the inside and how things were done because he was getting completely complacent. I think Gulak should have had this years ago, but they put this guy named Enzo Amori. In the <laughs> <laughs> right? I, it, dude, yeah, I don't like, I, I know. I, I, I used to like his promos, but Enzo. yeah. Gulak's push got stopped by Enzo. You're right, Gulak, uh, Drew Gulak did not deserve that in hindsight. He absolutely should have kept it. He but turned this right. shit Gold and dude, but I just got right when you uh came in, like right before you came in, I just got done saying or telling James how until uh Extreme Rules pay per view, I couldn't like for two years, I couldn't get through a full show really without like it was hard for me doing that. So back then was that time, you know, when they were like shitting on the bed every show, in, in my opinion. Well, I, I mean, just complacent booking. Nothing was a surprise, in my opinion. Very few surprises. It, it was just not the same as it used to be. You know what I mean? And now it's getting better. And now Next it's getting better. Match, Apollo Crews wrestled Buddy Murphy. The match ended in disqualification. Nikki and, Buddy Mur and Buddy Murphy getting involved. And I like how they listened to the fans and how the fans thought they saw him in the Roman attack. And they're playing it into the... Uh, angle. I like how th they looked at the internet and they saw the, you know, the scuttlebutt in the rumors, and now they're playing it into a gimmick. That's what they used to do. For God's sakes, thank you. 
Let's keep going this direction, Vince. Uh, Nikki is a good direction. And Alexa Bliss defeated Billy Kay and Peyton Royce for the women's yep. tag titles. The retain, yep. Yeah, retain. Um, uh, sorry, go ahead. It's pre-show. I didn't actually see it. Just gonna sk skim through this shit. Oh, I'm just gonna. No, no, I'm just gonna real quick. Uh, the, uh, this one got me pissed. I, I, it had me cringing because of Alexis coming out in a Buzz Lightyear cosplay and then cosplaying with her wrist like she's shooting a laser at, whoever, I think, Billy Kay. It was stupid. It was really stupid. I cringed so hard. The E in WWE is... The E in ESPN is... <laughs> And your son's making it hard to hear. <laughs> Elias, he, your son's got a future in broadcasting. <laughs> Elias had a concert ended in Edge spearing him. That should have been on the main uh, show, if in my opinion. What? Say that again. I didn't hear you. Elias concert and Edge speared him. That I, I yeah that you I can't believe that wasn't on the main show. You're right. Speaking of Edge, he got cleared to wrestle. Doesn't yeah, mean he's going to wrestle. But he, can, he said he could have a match tomorrow if he wanted to. But he's not going. He's not. He's not like that. He he wants to make it like make it count, and he doesn't want to happen. What what happened with Ric Flair, who you know uh, wasted his legacy after coming back to the ring too many times, and what Undertaker's doing right now too. Until they pay him a million dollars to be on the next Crown Jewel. Yeah, then he'll suck on a on a bottle and wear a bib on national TV if they pay him that much. Yeah, they pay him well, a keep it money. <laughs> yeah. Keep in mind, Crown Jewel is still waiting on Bruce the Barber Beefcake to come to the show. So it's, oh, it's, God. <laughs> Brood eye. It's Brood eye! I can hear Gorilla in the back of my head. I can hear Gorilla Monsoon's voice saying, It's Brutai! You know, Monsoon never called it Brutai. He was never called for the Brutai until WCW. I heard, no, okay, now I'm going to refute you. No, I heard on, uh, uh, it, I think it was, it was definitely one of the call Steam home videotapes, 91 or 92, like SummerSlam or Royal Rumble. He absolutely was like, calling him Brunei and said Br Brother Brunei once. I heard it. Guaranteed. Brunei as an as assault in a Brunei? No, Brunei. He said he said just the word Brunei. It's Brunei. He called him that a lot. I heard it. Bru I heard it many times. Why would he call him Brunei? Because that's what he called him. Because it was Brutai and it was never Brutai until WC. I'm telling you, I heard it, bro. I heard it. Okay, it might have been Brutai, but it was he said it. I'm Let's just letting you know. When, when you're looking for when you said Kodobusi won the, the G1, why don't you look for that interview as well? What are you talking about? Wow. Yeah, wow. Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. Wait, wait, wait. What are you getting at? I said, when you go back to look for your... It, when you said Kodobusi won the G1 a couple months ago, look for... Gorilla Look Monsoon. for evidence of, of Gorilla Monsoon calling Brutus Beefcake brother. I did, but that's not going to be on our fucking podcast because we never talked about that before. I'm saying he, that I've saying, heard. He, he's saying you're, you're not hearing me. He's what I I know I'm not. Bullet crap. Shut the ball up. I heard what I heard, and I know I heard it on a Coliseum home video. Now let's move on, damn it. Would you <laughs> stop? <laughs> I would love to live in, in Mitch's vault. 
Okay. <laughs> Next match. Becky Lynch defeated Natalia for the women's title in a submission match. Uh, me and Scooter were right on this. Clean finish. Becky Lynch wins. I mean, I, I I thought it would go one way, and it didn't go the way that I thought. So it it of course Becky was gonna win, but I was like holding out for that hope that they would pull up the Toronto finish in Montreal. Well, here, yeah, um, uh, I knew I, I didn't think for a second that Becky was going to lose this match. I thought, yeah, like Coleco said, I thought they would do a spot that hinted at it. Or if if Natalia was getting play from the crowd because maybe they did consider all things before going out there because of how hot Becky was. Hope hopefully, um, but I think it happened the way it should have happened. Becky came out I on mean, top, and then what happened on Raw? I just really quickly want to add that that's something I called too. Back in, I don't I, I did fucking say tell you guys that Sasha the thing with Sasha she was playing that up on the internet. I like I didn't know for a fact that if she was coming back or not to WWE, but I did say like if she's mad or not, like she is playing it up a little bit. Look and for so, that when you uh, when you're then, looking oh, for the quota of Bushi. Yeah, I will. But hear me out. No, but two weeks ago, then that I heard that she was either going to come back on SummerSlam or Monday night, and so yeah. yeah. And I just like to say I was also right. Right, it was a one-off. Becky won. Natalia lost. Let's move on. Right, right, right. Uh-huh. Wait, what? Wait, I didn't say anything. I didn't. I wasn't no, no, reading no. that. So that's me and James. We, okay, we making sure. It. Just making sure. Okay, because uh, I'm getting shit like on a to... lot here. I'm getting ganged up on. <laughs> anything you like to add, uh, Skittle? No, I'm just saying we were both we were all right. Next match. I mean, we were all in agreement. Though, yeah. So. Yeah. Next match, Bill Goldberg defeated Dolph oh! it three fucking times at this point. <laughs> Honestly, if you, I can make it easier for you guys. I don't need to say anything. I'll just tell you in like one or two words what I feel. Fair, Matt Riddle. Fair, Matt fair. Riddle. Matt Riddle. He says exactly how I feel about Goldberg. Right. If you want to know how I feel, listen to how uh, what Riddle says about it. That's and what I mean. Calico, what's your favorite fruit? Vegetable, and that is squash. <laughs> squash is technically a fruit. Yo, Kuzuna's favorite old <laughs> fruit. fruit, whatever. Actually, Vegetable I have to Google that for the show. <laughs> really? Because, yeah. it has, because it's seed bearing. I was gonna go up with a a naughty joke after that, but I'll leave it alone. (laughs) Seed bearing, get it? Seed bearing? (laughs) Never mind. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I get it. I get it, but corn corn has seeds too. Uh, God, it was a corny joke. Never mind. Did you hear me? I said corny. It was a corny joke. Ha ha. Okay, never mind. Not seeds. It goes on a cob. Jeff, like Jeff Cobb? Yeah. Okay, let's go. Corn has kernels like a Jeff Cobb. I, I like a Jeff Cobb. I like how this show is going from wrestling with... Re- wrestling, we're wrestling with anonyms and, and letters, yeah. Wrestling with vegetables. Exactly. <laughs> 
Next match, AJ Styles defeated Ricochet to retain the U.S. Championship. Uh, this one, one of my favorite probably, yeah, matches of the night. Yeah, probably the best match on the card. Yeah, I mean, one of the best matches. I, I think, yeah, yeah. I said, they're going to go with the whole club, you know, holding all the gold. The OC? You're gonna you you're going with the uh, the uh, Orange Counties? <laughs> Why not? Yeah. They're hot right now. I mean, the fact I put it this way: the OC, whether they win or lose, depends on if Drew Gallows comes out with Dude, Drew Gallows is very underrated. I know with his size and everything. If Gallows come out with face paint, they're gonna. Dude, thank you. You're not the only one. I'm not the. I'm not the only one who feels that way. That he looks so badass with that NJPW face paint that he used to wear. Yeah. If he wants to paint, it's a wrap. But if he, yeah. they take an L tonight. <laughs> I've noticed that. Like every yeah, time. Yeah. Wa wa watch him. Watch if he doesn't wear paint. Watch Vince give him that testicle gimmick back. <laughs> exactly. Because, I mean. Or Festus. Yeah. Or Festus. I don't think he remembers Festus at this point. Oh my god. Yeah. You don't know what you're missing. Yeah, Vince. Oh, okay. Vince no, McMahon I mean was Vince. Like... Vince McMahon. Oh, Vince. Vince yeah. didn't remember him. It was like, that guy was <laughs> Yeah, Vince, dude, Vince, like, he, he fires someone that moves on, and, like, he doesn't remember half the people he used to hire, dude. Shit. Next He's match. so sheltered, it's not funny. That dude's got. King life. Anyway, sorry. What? Next match, Big Bad Booty Bailey <laughs> defeated Ember Moon. I was going to say, Scott Steiner? <laughs> <laughs> Retained the, the Women's Smackdown's title. Uh, again, not really a surprise. Big bad, do we do Big Bad Booty Bailey? <laughs> Jeez, that! <laughs> I mean, if you hear her. No. We have a 66 and 3 per chance. chance. No, 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 it's no, no. hunger. Hunger. Well, he does the math. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good Hunger. If you got consent. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's 2019. Yeah, that's about right. Supposed to win this day and age. And now the mighty have fallen. He used to go from uh, tag team champion, and now he's wrestling Hornswoggle in like. 50 seat buildings. I thought the mighty opponent for the mighty don't kneel. I recently saw Scott Steiner. He looks like shit. Yeah, his, his chest is encaving even more. And he was like, Welcome to Walmart! Welcome to Walmart! <laughs> <laughs> no, but that's a, that's a sign, obviously, of roids. <laughs> a bad roid use when, you're, when your chest starts caving. Was there any other, was there ever a doubt he didn't use steroids? Of course not. Yeah. He probably I mean, that's, the only, <laughs> that's the only guy that could get away from Mac and Jordan. Dude, they all did. All of them. Every single one of them did. Every wrestler. Like, almost every wrestler before 2000 absolutely did. Probably uh, between the ages of birth and kindergarten. The only one who might not have taken roids back in that time is maybe DDP. I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. 
Next match, Kevin Owens defeated Shane McMahon with Owens' career at stake. This was actually a really good match. I thought it was... It played to what WWE is known for doing, in my opinion. And what's that? Oh, in Desperate despair only to know that they signed a five-year Well, to me, what you're saying is WWE, what WWE does best is they have three to four, like, copy and paste platform things that it, it, instead of think of something creative, they just have three or four things to put up to universally smack on a gimmick. And they keep those three or four things, and they pick between them every time. So it's it's a very it's limited amount of ideas, and they over they reuse them over and over and over like a copy paste. Well, uh, that's kind of sort of I was going with uh, a lot of Gaga with the uh, the baby face coming out on top. No, okay. I mean, well, I'm just saying. Company <laughs> at this point, so I mean, they've been a face company since '84. Yeah, they've always, of course, they've always been a face company. I don't think a heel won at WrestleMania until what, like WrestleMania in the teens, heavy thought, teens. Uh, till uh, actually, till WrestleMania 2000. There you go. Okay, that's 14, 13, 14, 14. 16. 16. Uh, you're right. I was. I'm an idiot because I literally turned six. I turned 16. I am the exact same age as. When yeah, it's WrestleMania. So I, that's so stupid yeah. that I missed that. Holy shit! I was 16 when it came out. <laughs> How could I not? Join both. I, I was the same age too, man. We both in the way. I, I know that's stupid. Way. I could have just been like, "How old am I?" Okay, that's how it is. That's how much it is. Calico, you look like good for your age, Mitch. Damn your old. Shut up. <laughs> I'm young as fuck looking. I know I am. <laughs> Uh, Calico, I wouldn't mind looking older, to be honest. Calico, Scooter, do you have anything to add to the match? Squash! <laughs> uh, yes, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, yeah. A mud hole stomped into that arse. Pretty much. Next match. Shall and walketh, walketh dry. Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> walked, walketh with a uh, walketh. I wanna walk with a liar. It sounded like a, you said Atlantis for a second. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> walk with Atlantis. What the fuck? Could we could we sing that and that get sued? I'm just curious. No, nah, I don't know if it's made up lyrics. Yeah, it, it's oh, cool. it's made up lyrics. So yeah. Yeah, awesome. you can. Right, we, we need it, it's like, yeah, you can you you can sing any tune with made up lyrics. You just can't use the lyrics. Awesome. We need to continue doing shit like that. Mid <laughs> hey, I got the. I, I can do that. I have. There. We'll see, I'll sucks. do it next time. Mix sucks. We're on the end of this. Oh, shut up. So, suck, <laughs> on, suck on something else. Charlotte Flair defeated Tristrata. That's what I got to say to you. You're uh, a duty head. I okay. enjoyed this show up to this match. I kind of thought <laughs> that this match was below par for both girls. It was very quiet, kind of seemed like a pin could drop in the arena at some points. Only because we knew who was going to win. Like, that, you kind of figured. Like, it, I, like I said, they were going for the Rock Hogan effect. Every Charlotte is, like, so far and above the decision. But for Rock Hogan, you have to have a, a small sense of uh, unpredictability I to have a Rock Hogan rich. situation. Oh, sorry. No, no, that was my point. Like he's right, because the point the point was is that 
they were going for that Rock Hogan feel with the women's division, but the problem is Charlotte is so far ahead of this fucking division that it 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 doesn't appeal because you already knew Charlotte was gonna win. Like, well, in, in my opinion, that's only because she, I think she gets heavily favored because of her, her daddy's Ric Flair, and so she, she gets a lot of favors from the backstage, I really believe. I it. mean, I also could give it to this. She's fucking good. Like, it's Oh, not- absolutely. I'm just saying, okay, not only is she one of the best females, but also, on top of that, her dad is Ric Flair. So that's an extra boost. Like, and that like- puts her over the top, in my opinion. Yeah, she's she's good. So you kind of dude, she's one of the best. Alone, uh, without <laughs> being Ric Flair's daughter, she's one of the best, right? She's the best. She's in the she's... top five. And, and real quick, Coleco, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. I had my oh. earphones fall out, and so I didn't hear you talking. Oh no, no you. I mean, you basically said what I was just letting you know. She's essentially cool. the, the she is the Mike Trout of the women's division. Like, she's yeah. like, you know, that's it. There you go. I agree with Kaliko. So, yeah, the match was there. Um, well, now her and Becky, but yeah. Yeah, so, honestly, and this maybe was just a match to give Charlotte something and play to the, yeah. the Canadian thing. And I just got to say real quick, they were going to make this, a, uh, Trish was going to initially make this a comeback match, uh, and it became a farewell match, thankfully. I like what Trish did, but this is a new era of women who can take it to a different level and with all that Trish did she's in her 40s and she even admitted she can't go with these girls in this area. I mean that was a given though. I mean that was a given. But but most people don't admit it to themselves. They hold on to their past glory. You know what I mean? (laughs) They don't they're not real with themselves. Uh, Anything you'd like to add Scooter? Uh, Again I was right. (laughs) <laughs> I think we all agree. Okay, ego, Mr. Ego Head. No, <laughs> I, I was right on every match except for one. <laughs> you sound like Trump and, now. And I already know which one you <laughs> You sound like I, Trump. And, uh, and I went with that and I went with that one for a specific reason. Yeah, so, just yeah. do what he is and, and ignore any downfall of yours and just say everything's great. And I believe the next match is the <laughs> one that you you didn't get Kofi Kingston versus Randy Orton for the WWE. Who would have, who would have bet against Kofi? Who would have wait, bet against wait, Kofi? Wait, wait, wait. I did say it would end in some sort of no contest. But you thought Randy would maybe win? No, I said Kofi. I, I said it's either Kofi wins or there's going to be some sort of no contest. And they're going to <laughs> throw it's either Kofi wins or Randy wins. <laughs> no, it's either Kofi wins or no contest. I'm fucking with you. Okay. okay. Uh, I, was, I think I was the only one that kind of was going for Randy at that point. Uh, no, not me. Randy's had it so many times. Uh, they're trying to go with the new generation of guys building them up. Why would you do that in backtrack? This match means more to him than anything, and it showed in the way in his demeanor because he, he seemed a lot more serious in this match. Right, and- right, but it, it, I agree with you. And Rand, But Randy knows his position now is to help build guys like Kofi, and he, he'll still have his time, but he needs to help propel a guy like Kofi I know they want to uh, shoot Kevin Owens to the moon and make him the new Austin well, uh, and I other was, guys. What I was going with was Randy Orton 
Beach Coffee Kingston. They're trying and, to make new stars. Yeah, yeah and then have Coffee chase Randy Orton and have him get the belt back from Randy and make him into uh, a Diego star. No, because you gotta have Kofi on a long time win streak because to make. See, you gotta have Kofi stay, yeah, champ. The reign has to be legitimate because they already and, know if Kofi loses, they're gonna call the race card. It's right. Gonna, you know what I would do? You know what I would do? Tell me if this sounds good to you, Coleco. I would wait until maybe uh, Survivor Series or Royal Rumble, and then have like some super shocking way to have Kofi or Big E cost them the title in turn. Uh, me, per I mean, that would make sense. But to me, if you saw that that Kofi documentary after WrestleMania, New Day's not breaking up. Like that's. I just mean, me. but Biggie like, could just be like, "Yeah, we're brothers, but I gotta see mine. So I gotta get my money from my but, family." You know what I mean? It wouldn't make sense for him to do that, considering that they basically. Basically but he can. Off. He can, he. Can, I know. But he can, he has an avenue to where he can say, "Yeah, we're brothers." But you got in my way of making my bread. You got in my way of cutting. I was supposed to be the one that led us. You know what I mean? Is so, that it's your best uh, Biggie impression? I get it. I no, get it. I was I was just saying what he would say. That's not an impression. I, I, I get <laughs> what you're saying, but like the whole purpose of the new day was to give Kofi that. that and I hear that what you're saying too. I I, I think it, it, there could be a middle ground though in that, and it, I could see them. Like, I would say this right now: if you didn't like in Scooter and Jay, if y'all didn't like Kofi having this title now, they I already. They're planning the WWE show for San Diego. And oh, Kofi's being built around San Diego. It's Kofi versus Randy for the WWE title. So that tells you Kofi's going to have it well into October. Well, so well I'll get mad if Randy Luton wins there. Well, I, I mean, after, you know, after Brock, uh, you know, beat him in Extreme Rules, uh, beat Seth in Extreme Rules, they were running ads where Seth Rollins was defending the title against Baron yeah. Cole. So oh, I thought you were going to say Seth and Kofi. No, that, that honestly means that, that honestly that means nothing at this point. Quite yeah, honestly, but but it, like it, who's the best of the two? You know yeah. that kind of does. Means that Kofi's gonna have that title. It, if you face it, okay, at some point, you know that Survivor Series match of who's the best of the show champions. You know, so. usually good. every Survivor Series they make it the Raw champion versus SmackDown champion. I think they're and if they make if they make if they make more of a deal about it and be like and make it an annual big deal, it can work. But it just in the last two years, they haven't made it as big of a deal. But as I, I mean, but with that with that match, they try to go for a match where two superstars who haven't faced each other before do it. Right. Can we just so agree that the as long as the double disqualification was total bullshit? Yeah, but yeah. I but I get yeah, but I get what I did. But I'm glad it it stayed on Kofi, and I want to keep it. I want to have it kept on Kofi for a long time. I get why they did it because Kofi, like I told you guys last time, last week, and, Kofi needs it for the credibility. And I see why they did because Randy Orton, you know, he's you know he's got a lot of weight to throw around there. I'm sure he's not going to just lie down and get pinned for anyone, or you know, they'll roll over for anyone. So give him, let him, uh, you know, instead of beating Kofi or having some crazy finish to where he gets the upper hand, have him a schmoz, DQ schmoz between the two, and then Kofi gets to go over uh, on the uh, SmackDown show in October. But 
but... could also make the argument that they did the smallest finish last year at SummerSlam. Well, it's yeah, not no, just no, 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 that's not the argument. That's the fact. You're right, and you're not the only person to bring that up. I've heard of so many people bringing that up. And th that's what I mean about the WWE copy and paste strategy. They will not get off that shit. They copy and paste too much. It's just too obvious. And the next match on the card, Bray Wyatt, he's a fiend. Russell Finn Balor, Bray Wyatt. Yeah. Yeah, we oh, wow. Wow. This was, oh my God. Okay, honestly, this is not, I'm not being over-exaggerating. Like, do, I think we all remember when we first saw Steve Austin. I think we all remember when we first saw The Rock, when he was The Rock. Well, we saw Steve Austin first when he was the ringmaster. Okay, you get my point. As Steve Austin, with the King of the Ring speech. This was a historic moment we'll never forget. And this is probably one of the top three WWE characters ever created. Ever. Ever. Well, the create the real quick, the creative on this literally made me, I got chills from it because this is something that I would like try to come up with my friends. Like this is something straight from the the book of where I I would like to think out of and so I was like oh dude I love this this is he put he put thought into every little incursy uh, every movement like the hurt and heel how he uh, alters between hands depending on his you know how he's feeling it's just every little oh. move it's, I love it and I just well, hope WWE doesn't fuck it up. Well, I could tell. I could tell you this: that after SummerSlam, after SummerSlam, the WWE commissioned a yeah, set, I heard a set of custom WWE championships in both the United States, the Intercontinental, yeah. the Universal, and the WWE championships specifically for yeah. the team. And um, yeah, but here's the thing: I, uh, you know what? Okay, great timing. You know how they usually have. I think this was last year. They had, uh, or or the year before that, they had the Hell in the Cell, um, the Hell in the Cell TV or whatever it's called. Like you know the advertisement, the cover advertisement. The they had Bray, Yeah, they had Bray Wyatt on the cover of last year. Dude, this is it, it's the October pay per view. That's the best time to have him as the fiend on that cover. Like right around October, you know, uh, Halloween time. Like, I mean, just that it's just perfect timing. Actually, if you look at WWE 2K20, actually just introduced the theme as a bounce. He's got no, I know he's no, I wasn't talking about 2K20. I was, I knew that, yeah. He's but I wasn't talking. I wasn't talking about the game. But he's saying that the markability of the character. Oh, oh, we already knew that. Did you know? Um, that the uh, WWE was selling the fiend, replica fiend masks on Monday. Wait, or not? Yeah, last when he uh, first yeah. came out on Monday Night Raw. Okay. Oh no, so they, they sold it like the weekend. Uh, yeah, hear me out. Hear me out. Yeah, they 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 made some cheap ass replica uh, masks that were they were selling for forty five bucks a pop. They they didn't just sell out. They yeah. back ordered. They yeah. back ordered. 
being merged. And so, and, and if Bray wasn't, if the Fiend wasn't going to get a huge push before, it, it, they sure as hell got the head office's attention now, for sure. Oh, they had the 500, they had the actual uh, Firehouse Bun, uh, the Firefly yeah. Funhouse boxes, the 500 yeah. set, and that sold out, like, on Monday. Like, it, yeah. It, hey, yeah. On some, like, Freddy Krueger, Jason shit. All right, right I love it. I love it. And that, that lantern, that fucking lantern. Oh, I love I, it. I wish they would sell the lantern, like straight up. Oh, they're going to. They're going to. I, they're, I, they're, I, they're already marketing the lantern. They're already marketing I, it. I, I, would buy, I would buy the lantern. The lantern in itself is I good. would, too. I would, too. The lantern is great. But but they got to make a better replica of that mask. If they made a, like a better like a better quality replica for a little bit more, I would get it. But it's a, the one they got now is shitty. But they can't, like, it's funny because, like, now, like, They make bad merchandise. They just put a little bit better quality into what they made and had a better partner. But then like, they, can make, it, they can make you pay for more for the better quality. Exactly. exactly. And, yeah. but here's the, they, they would, they would push it up even more. Like, they would make the prices way bad. Yeah. It'd be like going to a movie theater. Bad. Put it this way. The mask, the rambling rabbit puppet. Yeah, they're all gonna be monetized. Uh, yep. No, yep. they're all they're already monetized. They're uh, all, that's what I'm saying. They're all on back do, order. So so, do, but do you not see like like the Bray the uh, Bray Wyatt Funhouse part of it with all you know the no. the no no, no no what I'm saying no you don't see what I'm saying. I'm, let me finish. Do you not see in the future? The child part of the Bray Wyatt, like the funhouse with the characters and that, going into like stores in terms of toys, physical toys. I mean, they're already available. Physical yeah. toys of the yes. rabbit. Yes, they're available on the WWE shop and they're back ordered. Yeah, I didn't back. know about the toy. I didn't know, like, okay. All, all well, the, I, but I meant like main. I'm all talking about like. All the puppets. The buzzard. The, I get the rabbit. I did. I get you. What I okay, but Scott, what I was saying was it, it, getting into a store, meaning mainstream, like getting in front of a no, lot of people. No, no, this stuff will no. This stuff is all gonna be WWE top exclusive. They're okay. not gonna the the puppets and stuff. They're just, no. Well, Those you know, like the Young Bucks. Every now and then, you get something that's hot, and then they'll lease it out to a big merchandise retailer. No, they're not going to do it because oh, okay. they, they, all the puppets, they're available. You can have your own Firefly gotcha. Funhouse and That's everything's cool, up back order. The next thing, the next time they're expected no, to okay. be in stock is two weeks from today. Okay, okay. Well, we're agreeing. Well, I think you're misunderstanding me because what I'm saying is I see them even merchandise, not, merchandising this even more. Like, I see so much of them not, for what them to merchandise. Okay, the only so thing, the only thing we know what Mitch thinks. Mitch is, Mitch is I'm trying to hear and I on the Fiend character. But, Coleco, do you see this character becoming <sighs> Universal Champion? Oh, my God. I mean, yeah. we know you think... Oh, are you kidding me? That's that, I can't believe you asked that. No, they're making the cut. They already are like in the line. Like, if he wins the belt, he'll be a Dustin um, champion. Guys, real quick, hold on. Uh, and I think they did better with him. Okay. Oh, uh, yeah. I, I think they did better <laughs> in a sense where, like, the old Bray Wyatt character, as much as I liked him, you could tell, like, it didn't matter to him whether he won the title or not. Like, and, like, this one, it kind of will matter if he like, wins the title or not. Okay. Uh, Go ahead. 
this is the no. You go ahead. Yeah. This is the one gimmick where having the championship could actually matter in terms of <laughs> gimmick. Because, right. Right. You can have him fighting with himself internally about yep. who he's giving a title shot to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like. He like you can even have him come out and say, "Oh, we we know you deserve the title shot, but the fiend won't allow it." Well, I don't even think he should speak for the fiend because you got to keep the mystery of the fiend. That's so. so no, no, I think because you got to keep the two separate. You see this going down in the next four months, or do you think maybe next year? I, I say. I give it the rumble to Manny. Yep. I, okay. I, I, I give him winning the rumble. Okay. Can I, oh, are you seeing the tide, the world title? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Here's my prediction. Okay. I believe he will not have a title match until after WrestleMania, and I believe he will work a WrestleMania program with Aleister Black because they're already teasing it online. There's many in, in, uh, There's many things that match up. There's many things that they've already let matched up, like in the low-key background for when they do it. Uh, everything is hinting to Aleister Black versus The Fiend before The Fiend moves on to a world title match. Not to mention that the theme songs are uh, sung by the same band. Yeah, but uh, real quick, uh, Scott showed us a clip of what we thought it's Scooter, was... Scooter, damn it, kayfabe. Uh, Scooter, Scooter, sorry. Habits <laughs> die hard. Uh... He showed a clip of what we all thought was because that that was the cl- only clip online, and I guess they redid even that, and to where like it's more of a metal rock version of the old thing, yeah. Instead of a, like a country hillbilly creep, yeah. Oh, I think it's, that was well done. It's well. still creepy. It's still creepy as fuck, but in a good way. Yeah. And and my favorite part, real quick, my favorite part is at the end. When you know the the creepy the creepiest fucking music I think I've ever heard of the when the lights are flicking and after he beat Finn did you not did you see how he slowly turned his head towards the camera how creepy that was <laughs> oh it, it was just beautiful and I know it, that that's right down Scooter's uh at, like right down his road in terms of he loves. Uh, yeah, scary movies and shit like that. I so, yeah. love stuff like that. When you meet him and he's in the middle of the ring, he disappears and next thing you know, he's on the ramp. Oh, dude. Oh, bro. Hey, funny about that. I, I saw, okay, right before as the lights were going out, I caught him, like, right when he, you know, when he was doing the thing, you know, putting his hands up, like he's just standing there and going to disappear or kneeling there. Well, I, I, I saw him do the, like, I mean, just, he rolled out quicker than I've ever seen Bray roll out. But I saw it before the lights hit down. <laughs> I thought that was funny. Next Usually, people don't like to catch that. Russell set Rollins for the Universal Championship, and set Rollins regained the t- championship. Okay, I was shocked at this. The this shocked me. The only match I got wrong, and I'm glad to have gotten it and, wrong. And I, I'll admit, I would have gotten this wrong too. I, I, and I don't know how I felt about it. Now I kind of like it, but before the the month leading up to this, I, um, myself, 
with other people were very anti Seth Rollins because of his whole ordeal with Will Ospreay online. He came off as such a fucking prick. The way he, you know, you didn't hear about that? Where Will Ospreay said something about NJPW's the the best uh, wrestling, uh, something about it's the best uh, wrestling uh, federation in the world. Something, something, and I've had more matches than you have, Seth. And he said something about, yeah, well, the number that counts is my, uh, the number in my bank account compared to you or something like that. Yeah, that yeah, was fucked up. And, and everyone, everyone started like shitting on him. Like, but, but no, everyone started being like, dude, he shouldn't, like, no one wanted him to be a face anymore. They, everyone thought he was turning heel from that. <laughs> but, well, you know, hopefully this time his, uh, the title run will be more significant than his WrestleMania to Extreme Rules run. Yeah. Which was and, kind of and yeah, it, honestly, his whole 2019 has been. It, 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 honestly, it's felt forced. Like they tried to force Roman Reigns a few years ago before he was too uh, not ready. I get when that, he wasn't ready. Um, it's yeah. see, my personal feelings is the only significant universal title run was Kevin Owens. Uh, let me. Um, I'd have to think about that for a second, but I will give you that Kevin Owens was, yeah, that was definitely a standout. Um, I'd have to think about it, so I don't, yeah, go ahead. Sorry, Scooter. Considering there have only been five Universal Champions in history. Oh, shit. Okay. That's right. It's only a, what, two-year-old title, if that. Three-year-old. Okay. Well, I'm not not too far off. (laughs) Well, you're done, Huh? I, I called oh. it. I told you Seth would have to win because they made it seem like he was hopeless and he had to like come deeper than he ever thought. Or but like I he would get pushed down the card. I, Is that what you thought? He'd be pushed down the card if he didn't win? Me personally, I just thought a lot of people had low expectations based on how Brock usually does. And right. Well, that's the beauty of Paul Heyman in my opinion, but go ahead, yeah. That was probably like his best match since the triple threat match with him, Cena, and Rollins. Like, that was, like, one of his best matches in a while. And for him, I know people are getting pissed because, oh, my God, he took the loss and blah, blah, blah. But the quality of the match was, like, outstanding. Oh, oh dude, Brock, Brock showed up more than he ever showed up. Like, when he wants to wrestle, he's a good wrestler. When yeah. he wants a sandbag, when he wants a sandbag, he'll fucking, he's under the giant. He'll make you look exactly. fucking horrible. Like, you know, <laughs> give him enough zeros in his bank account. He'll yeah, oh, but, it, but if he respects you, if he respects you, he'll he'll put you over like a million dollars. I don't even think it's that much. I think he's more like in the money. He's like, yo, you. Oh pay no, me. but but it's also about respect. Like with Undertaker, he went above and beyond for the Undertaker because the Taker went above and beyond for him. But I mean, there is Goldberg, a little bit of that. Seconds, he knew the money. Like like he he sees oh. the money. Absolutely. Oh, for sure. No, I'm saying like very few, like like with the respect. Like it's more like if if they have to earn his respect by like beating him up and like standing up to him, and then when it's earned, then he shows it by in in the ring by taking care of you and putting you over. That's what I mean. Right. Yeah. And uh, you know, at the end of the night, Seth won the belt, but Brock Lesnar uh, went home with a larger check. And he's still married to Sable, so he's winning in life. Oh, real quick, uh, uh, Mitch Mayhem news on that. Roman Reigns has signed a new four-year deal. Yeah. Four years. Okay. 
Good to know. And uh, unless anybody, if Scooter wants to add something to the Brock Lesnar, is that Rollins match? Uh, honestly, I got nothing. <laughs> okay. What's new? <laughs> Brock was gonna win, so I, I kind of I give him a prize for that. What's and, new? No, I'm fucking around. <laughs> and with that, that has been the show. <laughs> And I will be back next next week, so you uh, don't don't forget me in next week's uh, intro. <laughs> oh, well, well, like the, you did this. Well, I did not forget you. We had, <laughs> had to call oh, you Mr. Not guaranteed. Well, uh, okay. Well, all right. All right. Oh, okay. And we'll Whatever see you say. come next week. Uh huh. I just told you I'd be there. Oh, wait a minute. Well, you, wait, say, wait, wait, wait. you, you say you're going to be here, told you, but then you go on to the doctors and the punk you. Don't do that to me. Don't do that to me. Well, he has to be here because we're Rapongi, because. Because the people that would be in Rapongi is going to be in Long Beach, so he's got to be. Right. Okay. Oh, yeah. It's funny you said that. Yeah, he, like, yeah. I might be going to uh, downtown Sacramento to meet up with him, in fact. Funny you said that. Yeah. Really? Yeah, that's... Uh-huh. Oh, but Rocky, really? Uh-huh. Yeah, because he, he wants to, like, get some of the old boys back that he worked, you know, that he uh, brought up. And so, okay. the ones that are still around here, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna and meet up with them. If you it's could, be like, uh, who are you? <laughs> Shut the fuck up! I, he actually, we're actually pretty tight. So, if you could get yeah. something out of Rocky uh, during that, that would be great for the show. I I mean I I'll see, but I don't like the pry because when we're chilling, it's just like friends chilling, and I don't like to make it business, and it's just weird. But I'll see what I can do. You could talk to my boy Trent. <laughs> Trent who? Loretta? Oh, that Trent. Okay, there's a lot of Trents. I always say it's Trent because there's always Yeah, I was going to say Trent. So you should have just said should just said Trent question mark. Yeah, Trent. Trent? You have to I know him by the just say I know by the question mark. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, if you like uh, the show, please like Tim the Toolman Taylor. <laughs> please like, like and subscribe. Subscribe, comment, on, uh, follow us um, on YouTube. Please hit that subscribe button. It takes a second. Push that like Smash button. Smash it. Smash it hard. Yeah, and if you like us on CastBox, do the exact same thing. Yeah, buddy. I recently found out that they have a like, a subscribe, and a comment on there. Please do that. It would benefit the show. And if you want to talk shit about wrestling on Twitter, where could we find Coleco Yachts? At I am Coleco, and we're going to go over actually this show that's coming up in LA because oh, we just shit. got a couple of shows the SmackDown 20th anniversary. Yeah. Yep. And house show, a super house show in San Diego, which I'm super excited about because oh. they built a decent card for the match. Yeah, you're gonna have to let us know about what happens at that house show. Yeah. And be our reporter. Where can they find Mitch Mayhem? You can find me at 
Mitch Mayhem X. And Scooter Dust. You can find me at Scooter Dust. And you can find me at JamesJ993. Okay, on Twitter, I've recently joined. Chase Owens has already liked me, so I'm already over there. <laughs> I mean, you already went after Orange Cassidy on Twitter. How humble are you? Yeah, I know, dude, Orange Cassidy. I, I mean... He, I, my, I, I have people who are friends of his, but his style is just so I, I can't get into his wrestling style. It, it, it's, yeah, it pisses even me off. Somebody on Twitter uh, already uh, took me to task on the Orange Cassidy thing. Uh, she yeah. told me to watch a, a YouTube match between him and David Stark. I'm going the to only dude I'm... Yeah. Sorry, go ahead. I'm going to do it. I'm going to see... Maybe there is something to an Ons Cassidy. So he, you do know he signed with AEW, right? Yeah, yeah. that's why. Okay. Yeah, okay. Is <laughs> it only the dude that uh, follow me on history Twitter, bitch. is wrestled with his hands in his pocket? Yep, his hands in his pockets. Um. Yeah. So that's all the Twitter handles for my four co-hosts, Calico Yachts. Mitch Mayhem, Scooter Dustin, James J, and this has been Wrestling Wit. Trouble. Entertainment. Yahtzee!